Good morning, Elder Agnes. Good morning. Yes, oh, ma'am. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. We have a few little challenges there, but bless God. Yes. Uh, so I just, I just, re- I disconnected and came back in. So they're doing the maintenance oh, on the system this morning. Um, oh, okay. So I just saw the notice. So I'm sure that's part of the problem this morning. But uh, praise God, you're in now. Amen. And I'm There's not sure if you were able to hear anything. I'm sorry? And, you know, just a little te- technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I've already, I'm not sure if you heard, but I did do, uh, I did introduce you and did a word of, of prayer this morning. And uh, so if you go ahead and um, give our listening audience an uh, introduction of yourself, and um, we'll go on into our topic this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, let me first by thanking, start by thanking the Lord for this uh, great opportunity. Amen. And thank you, Elder Gloria and uh, Sister Nisi uh, Angela Thomas for uh, the invite. It's very much appreciated, and we want to make the most of this opportunity. I am Elder Doris Agnew. I bring you greetings uh, in the name of Jesus, Um, and I'm coming from Children of Destiny Ministries, amen, where our mantra is, amen, destiny doesn't happen by chance. It happens by choice. 
Amen. So we are just excited about the Lord and how he is healing the body of Christ. Amen. So that we can move into the next dispensation. Amen. Healed without a scar. Amen. I think that is his uh, agenda, amen, for where he's, what he's bringing us into um, and the yes. things that he has yet to even uh, expose to us. Amen. We have to be people who are completely healed. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Bless God again for your, your being with us this morning And I'm, I am truly honored that you have have, have um, agreed to be with us on this broadcast And we know that the Lord is going to use you even the more in such a mighty way Because we know that this is something that's really relevant for the church today And um, in order for us to be able to move forward in the things and the things of God. So I just, um, you know, I thank the Lord because, you know, the, the main reason for this broadcast is to, you know, to create a fire within us to desire to come up higher in the Lord, to draw closer to him and, and to the secret place in the holies of holies that we can hear, you know, what God is saying because we know that um, that, that God has something special uh, to say, especially to all of us, his beloved and his precious ones. So we want our audience to listen with expectancy, uh, expecting to hear something uh, from God because we're we're His mouthpiece, and um, whatever He wants to say, um, and and He has to hear, you know, for His people. You know, He said that that we are His preachers, and how can they hear except through a preacher? And so we are proclaiming the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That brings wholeness. Amen. Brings wholeness. Absolutely. And that is definitely the perspective that we want to uh, expound upon or come from um, this morning because, um, you know, we, we have all have varying. Uh, degrees of suffering and pain and emotional, psychological wounds. We all have bared uh, hard scars, and and we have to deal with the aftermath of these experiences. But it is what we do with the disappointment and the regret and the abuse, you know, the holding on to it and and holding it within us, um, whether or not, you know, that uh, are the things that we experience we, how can we turn these into positive experiences to make them an, a spiritual experience? I think what we forsake to do in the body of Christ a lot of times when we come to God, uh, uh, the reality doesn't set in. You know, we're happy and we're saved and we're jolly uh, and we're glad to be counted in the number, but we forget that the Lord says, listen, to count it all joy, amen, even mm. our suffering count joy, that I have to learn to glory in my infirmity, amen, it doesn't yeah. matter what that infirmity is, if it sets me ill at ease with God or myself, it becomes an infirmity, and why amen. we must be healed is because if we are not, we become toxic to other people, we become toxic yeah. to our environment, we become toxic in our jobs, we become toxic in our families, toxic with our children, it infects every. When Jesus asked the woman, did she want to be made whole, I noticed that he didn't ask her, did she want to be healed, because he could touch that one thing mm-hmm. and uh, permeate that area and be okay. But when he asked her, did she want to be made whole, he wants to permeate every area of your life. He doesn't just want to touch the part that hurts the most. He wants to touch everything that surrounds it, everything in its circumference, because all of that is what makes you who you are. It's all yeah. encompassing. 
So he wants us to be made whole. I just don't want to heal the thing that hurts you. And we have to move beyond looking at our hurt as it comes from people. People are only a byproduct of the hurt. Amen. But we need to expose the devil for who he is. Amen. And we need to uh, let him know that, look, the Bible says for us, be as wise as he is, but be as harmless as a dove. And so we need to know who he is. It's not people. He will use any vessel that he can. He doesn't care uh, what the title is or where it comes from or who it is. Any of us at any given moment, you know, foot tapping, uh, tongue talking, you know, shouting saints, at any given moment can fall prey to his devices if we're not on alert, if we're not aware, (laughs) if we're not living in the moment, if we're not living in his presence. He'll take any opportunity that he can. And just think about this, too. Job wasn't looking for anything. He wasn't looking mm-hmm. for anything. His name was offered up. Right. He got offered right. up by God himself. Right. You know, so yes. what happens when God decides that you're the perfect candidate for that problem? <laughs> yes. What happens yes. when God yes. is standing and he's the one who has nominated you for that situation? Amen. That's right. So a lot of times, you know, God allows the enemy to move in his permissive will. Why? Because he wants us to understand that our pain, that our hurt, that our suffering, that our comfort, that the chaos, it all has two purposes. It has a promise and it has a purpose. Yes. Yeah. And what we don't want to do is get in the pain and then let it become woe is me because the bigger enemy here is the devil of bitterness. But he has underlying demons, which are only a byproduct of it. It's hurt, it's anger, it's murder, you know, it's it's uh, all kind of pains that we associate with it. It's the psychological effects of the emotions that we have from it. You know, what he wants to do, his modus operandi has not changed. That will never right. change. He came for three specific reasons. I want to kill it, I want to steal it, and I want to destroy it. You know, we would hope that when we go through some things, that, look, just take me out, God, go ahead and kill me. That's not how he operates. The enemy is accustomed to torment. So he wants to watch you die a slow death. Yeah. He is accustomed to torment. So he wants to watch us die a slow death. Well, if I sing them enough, he has a, it's, it's a switchboard, and all he has is memory. He doesn't operate mm. by anything new. All he operates by is memory. So he mm. remembers what, what your triggers are, and he pushes those same buttons. Yeah. He'll wait six months, a yeah. year, two years, ten years, but he'll push the same button. But he yeah. knows what activates right. that distrust right. in you. So yeah. he uses and pushes the same buttons, but what we have to do is put that button on mute. It doesn't work anymore. How do we do that? <laughs> Buying through the word of God. Amen. You can push it, but I don't necessarily have to act or react the same way. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. And and like you said, those triggers, but you have to know what those triggers are. The enemy knows, but you have to know. So if we're, we're walking in denial about those triggers, about those issues, about those things that the enemy can push that button, then we're going to always be caught unaware. But if I recognize what my weaknesses are, then I'm going to put them before the Lord. So when the enemy does come to try to push that button, then I know, no, you can't push that because I've already taken it to the Lord. So you have no more power in that area. You can't cause me, like you said, to react to whatever it is exactly. or dangle whatever bait. How are you going to dangle and I'm going to react to it? So, yes, yes, and you brought up Job. I, I like that because 
I was uh, at a service on last night, and uh, one of the mm-hmm. points that the uh, the uh, guest prophet brought forward was about Job and his friends, and he reminds us, and even even as you brought that out, how God chooses you for certain for certain trials and situations, but mm-hmm. but for for before Job could be blessed, he had to forgive. He Absolutely. had to forgive. And mm-hmm. so when when we don't forgive, when we hold on to that hurt, that pain, regardless of why it happened, when we hold on mm-hmm. to it, then we hinder our blessings. We're not really holding up that person, but we're exactly. holding up ourselves, you know. And so when we release people from whatever they've done, acknowledge that hurt, acknowledge that pain, then we're able to move forward in the things of God, and God is able to bless us. So I, I really like, the, you know, the fact that you brought that out and that, and that really mm-hmm. speaks to when God chooses you for travel. Mm-hmm. 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 And, and we have to know that, you know, you are his choice from the foundation of the world. You know, it's part for your destiny. That's what he says in Jeremiah. You know, when yeah. I listen, he already had already planned this out. He already knew this thing was going to happen to you. He knew you were yeah. going to go through the rape. He knew you were going to go through the divorce. But he also had a plan for your life. Amen. He said, yeah. look, I know the thoughts, but I think towards you. I already know what yeah. I'm thinking about you. I already got yeah. it on my mind that you haven't expected in what. You can expect me to absolve you of all of this. You can expect me to heal you from this. I think what happens to us in the body of Christ is that we have what I call misplaced affection. I mean, you know how you misplace something and you have it, but you put it somewhere and you don't remember where you left it. And then but uh-huh. you can't go back and find it, and so you got to go back and do some searching. And where was I last? Where was I standing? Where did I put it? You know, so you take the watch and put it in the refrigerator. Now, why did you do that? You had no idea, you know. But, but your mind is on so many other things, you know, and, and that's yeah. what happens to us in the body of Christ. We have misplaced affection. And so what happens is we misplace God, and we fill him in with people. And so we take the problem, we take the concern, we take the issue, and we take it to people. And after a while, people will get tired of hearing even about it, even if they were the one who inflicted it. And then they'll get tired of hearing about it still, even if they don't want, okay, that's done and over with, let's get over it. You know, but the Bible says this, in quiet and confidence, that's where my strength is. And then sometimes I need to get still and get quiet and be quiet before the Lord. So I give him the ability that he already has, amen, to heal the thing which concerns me. When I hold people in unforgiveness, what I'm doing is I'm giving the enemy the power. Right. The power mm. that God that gives me, amen, to endure. He said to endure hardness as a good as a good soldier. These things are going to come. Hurt is going to come. It is inescapable. Everybody in life is going to experience hurt. He said that's why he gave us grace. Grace is like rain. It rains on the just mm. as well as the unjust. Amen. Mm. God gives all of us this ability. Listen, you don't have to go to anybody else. You can bring this to me. I have the ability not to just absolve it. I have the ability to resolve it. But when we don't offer up forgiveness, the Bible says, listen, how can I forgive you and you haven't forgiven the person that hurt you? Amen. It comes Mm. down to an account of humility. I have to humble myself under the hand, under the mighty hand of God. That's right. And Mm. be, you know, Christ-like enough that even though the enemy may have used you, I got to remember that at some point he used me too. That's right. That's right. 
At some point, he used me to call some hurt or some pain or some anguish to someone else. But, you know, so that's that's not a cop-out. It's just saying I recognize that I could be in the same position. There go I, but for the grace of God. So the same grace that was extended toward me, I have to extend that grace toward someone else. Right. And somebody's got to be the bigger person here because it's not about who's right. It's about what's right. Right. It's That's about right. doing what's right. right in the eyes of God. Amen. God forgave Amen. me for what I did. I have to forgive them for whatever it is mm. that transpired against me. Well, you know, doesn't matter what it was or how That's deep right. it cut. That's right. That's if right. If you have the ability to forgive that person. And you, know, you have that innate ability inside of you to forgive them. That's right. But it comes down to your choice. Do I want to? Do you want to? <laughs> yes. Do you want to? And so Jesus and picks anything, up right back to when Jesus asked anything. the woman, do you want to? Yes. Because and it the doesn't matter I what it is. That's it. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to? Somebody has to be. You always have a choice to make. I can choose mm-hmm. to stay here, and the enemy would love if I stay here because that's the place where he wants me anyway. See, his the whole uh, uh, his whole modus operandi when he come in is he wants to not only uh, uh, get me in a place where you know I am alone and I am isolated, but he wants me to continue the problem to, to ponder the issue or the problem because that's going to if I continue to analyze it, he likes that when I keep thinking of it over and over and over again, you know. And then after he does that, he wants it to paralyze. Wow, yeah. So that everything that God has entrusted to me becomes null and void at that point. Mm. I can't use it. I can't operate it. You know, he wants me to start loathing into, uh, um, you know, dejection and rejection and wants me to start feeling, you know, all the feelings of inadequacy that he can give me. Till what I do is cop out on God and throw in the towel and say, I can't do this anymore. Yes. The reality is, is we could never do it. Mm-hmm. The only way we can exactly. do it is through Christ, is through Amen. the anointing. Amen. It was never your ability in the first place. That's right. That's the same mm-hmm. thing he said to the church in Revelation. You got it, you got it going on. I gave you everything, but what happened to you? You lost your first love. Mm. Yeah. It's misplaced affection. Mm. We can't love anything or anybody, not even our problem, not even our hurt, more than we love God. We have to enlarge our praise till it becomes larger than the problem. So I'm going to give God the problem because that's where it belongs. I'm going to give him the problem. I'm going to give him the hurt. I'm going to give him the pain. I'm going to give him the disappointment. I'm going to give him all the fragmented pieces. See, that's all he told us in the Word. When you ain't got nothing else, hold on to the peace. What peace do I have? I might not have anything but a piece of peace, a piece of joy, a piece of happiness. You know, I might not have anything but a piece of the anointing, but I'm going to hold on to that peace. Mm, Yes. I can't relinquish everything. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Because he so said, listen, you can give everything up, God, and you can have everything. the uh, rejection. Rejection, you know, we everybody, everybody in life, I don't care who you are, how old you are, everything and everybody wants to be loved. Mm-hmm, yeah. Everybody wants to be loved. Yes. On some level, in their own way, they want to be loved. And when we go mm-hmm. to others and we have this great expectation uh, of people, you know, yes. we have a great expectation of people. You know, I know them. You think you know people. Everybody's got right. two sides to them, though. 
It's what I call right. two kinds of crazy. Everybody's <laughs> got two sides. And so we expecting for people to give us something that only God can give us. Mm, and it's when we learn to love God, because he already loves us, regardless as to yes. where you are, where you find yourself, even on today. If you find yourself in a mortgage situation, you done lost your car, your house, your job, you done lost your money, ain't nothing funny right through here. Right, right. But God's love is still there. It is when we learn to love him as our sovereign Lord that he Amen. teaches us how to love ourselves first. Because, see, I can't love you unless I know how to love me. That's right. That's right. And for the record, I love me for me. Amen. I'm my biggest fan. I'm my biggest cheerleader. Yeah, you got to be. But when somebody rejects you, you can't take it personal. We ought to thank God cry. for the people who rejected us, even. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because that's a stepping stone to where you're going. In this right. love walk, in this safe walk, everybody is not going to cheer you on. Everybody is not going to thank God for where you're going, for what you're doing, and how you're doing, and how you're accomplishing it. The one you that's want right. to hear say well done is the Father. Amen. You want to hear Jesus tell you well done. Amen. Because sometimes it's not always what we didn't do right, it's what we did do right. That that's right. It. That's right. So when people reject you, God hasn't rejected you. Right, right. He said, look, so I will in no wise despise you. Right. So when we look at expectations. Exactly. Uh, and that's the expectation that we give people is the expectation that belongs to God. Amen. I expect amen. him to do exceedingly, abundantly above all I could ask or think according to the power that works within me. Right, right. But when we place that expectation on others, right. Exactly. And it's too much for them to bear. Right. Because they're only human. But that opens the door. They're only natural like me. Yeah. Yes. So I have to move into the supernatural. Right. Where not only can my Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, and I, when we open that door of expectation, and and I, and, I, and I keep wanting to go back to that because mm-hmm. I believe that that is the the main crux of two twofold really the the, the mm-hmm. rejection. Many of us fear rejection because, like you said, everybody mm-hmm. wants to be loved. That's just who we are as people, as human right. beings. God placed that within us to want to be loved. That's the desire, that's the need, you know. And then there's that expectation. And like you Mm -hmm. said, placing that expectation that only goes to God when we place it and give it over to people and and giving people the power and authority over us by expecting something from them that a lot of times people can't even give, even if they want to give it, you know, because we are... Yeah, we all fall short, and we're going to, whether we want to mess up or not, whether we want to hurt somebody or not, like you said, invariably, I'm going to hurt somebody. Just like somebody hurt me, I've hurt somebody else. That's because we are fallen humans, and only through Christ that we don't hurt as much as we used to. You know, but that expectation is is, um, the main crux of when we have certain expectations, especially in the church. And we mm-hmm, we have mm-hmm. we have leaders that we've lifted up through our perception of how leaders are supposed to be, how church people 
are supposed to be. And I know you've heard it yourself where people will say, uh-huh. even in your, your workplace or whatever, well, you're supposed to be a Christian, so you shouldn't be doing this or that. Oh, how could you say that? And you're supposed to be this, that, and the other. Their expectations mm-hmm. of who we are supposed to be or their perception of who they right. think we're supposed to be and not looking at the fact that we still are not perfect and we're not going to be as long as we're on this earth. So we all are striving. But when we we take that away from those that God has called to be leaders in, in the church especially and expect them to be perfect, which they cannot be, and then even in their imperfections, how we are to realize and pray and lift them up but not expecting them to be or to do something. Again, keeping our eyes on Jesus. Exactly. Keeping our eyes, our eyes on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And that's it. The, the crux is keeping your focus, you know, yes. knowing what belongs to God and knowing what belongs to man and how to differentiate uh, the two. We give a man, you know, much more credence. And, and, and I get it, you know, from a natural perspective, you know, how this person, you can touch their tangible, you know, you can put your hand on them, you can put a label on it, a name on it, you know, and that somehow makes it more real to us than, you know, uh, our God because he's a spirit, amen, right. so we, we can't see him, but we can feel him. You know, exactly. and we know that he is there, but because our natural nature for this person is here, you know, and so that's why when we see leaders fall or succumb uh, uh, to the wiles of the enemy, you know, it's easy for us to point a finger. Because yes. you out in front, you're supposed to know better. You know, yes. well, we're subject to like passions. Yes. You know, and there's two sides of us. There's, we're very much so human and we're very much so God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. You see, Amen. so we can't afford to put anybody up on a pedestal. We can hear you and we can follow you, you know, but in order to lead, you got to bleed. <laughs> you have to bleed Amen. if you're going like to lead. Yeah. And ultimately, oh, we are all leaders in God. He called us all able ministers, did he not? Right, He called right. us all able ministers. So we're all going right. to suffer some things. We're all going to bleed That's in right. one way or another. That's Even right. your leader is going to bleed. You may not be That's exposed to it. But he needs mm. the same compassion. He or her needs the same compassion and love mm. and understanding that we want God to give us when we fall prey to the enemy ourselves. That's right. That's and so right. we have to look beyond the fault and see the need. Amen. That's right. You know, That's and right. know that the leader is there to point you to Jesus Christ and not to him or herself. Amen. I'm here to show you the way. That's right. I'm here to, you know, make sure that you understand the scriptures and give you the revelation knowledge from it or whatever capacity of ministry I may be in. It may not just be a preacher. It could be a psalmist. But I'm only here to open up the way for you. Right, right. Mm. I can take you through the water, but I can't make you drink. That's right. That's right. So I can Mm. expose you to the thing, but it is between you and God when it comes down to it that God has the final word on it. That we can point the finger at each other and say, well, you did this or you did that or I did this or I did that. At the end of the day, when it's all said and done, we are responsible for ourselves. We are accountable for our own actions. Yes. You know, people don't make you act a certain way. You have a choice at any given time. You have a choice. Of how you want to act and how you want to react. That's right. That's right. That's going to always be there. That's going to always be there. 
You'll get over it this year, and something else going to come up next year. That's right. And right there in the church. Mm. But the church is what it is. The church is a hospital, is it not? For sick people. Mm -hmm. And the moment I came in, I was labeled among those sick people. Amen. And they're all kind of infirmities in a hospital. So That's whatever right. puts you ill at ease or whatever your dis-ease is, you just joined in a whole other crowd that has the same issues, problems, and concerns. Exactly, exactly, exactly. None of us are so wonderful that we're going to be inescapable from it. But what God wants uh-huh. us to know is, look, I am your ultimate source, and I'm your ultimate yes. resource. That's right. That's right. That's so right. the Bible says, look, looking up to Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Well, that's right. That's Just right. To go through it. Nobody said it was going to be easy to go through it, but endure that as a good soldier and go through the pain, go through the hurt, go through the disappointment, go through the neglect, go through the rejection, but stay focused. Amen. Amen. Stay Amen. Focused. Keep your and that's eyes why we have on the Holy Ghost. Exactly. And it called him yeah. a teacher. Yeah. He will teach you all things. That's right. He'll that's teach right. you the ways of the enemy. Not your enemy, That's he's right. all of our enemies. Right. See, That's he wants right. us to get to look at people so that he can continue his ranks and his raise and continue to do what he does because as long as he gets us to focus on each other and to focus on leaders, we're forgetting who the real enemy is here. That's right. Amen. Amen. Mm. The real enemy isn't the person who hurt me. It's the spirit that was sent through that person. That's right. So now we'll walk around and call each other a demon, a devil, well, mm-hmm. you know, bitter and sweet can't come out of the same fountain. That's right. That's right. So if he can have us labeling each other, he labeled us all half crazy. <laughs> Look at them. They're killing each other. I don't even have to do anything. That's right. Mm, that is so true. Look what they do to each other. I don't have to do anything else. I did my part. And we keep continuing and perpetuating it and carrying it out and carrying it on. And we walk around with these hurts, these unresolved uh, issues for years. Amen. Amen. When I'm going to release you the day it happened. Mm. Wow. The moment it happened, I should have let it go. Amen. Why? Because if you do as the Bible says, to consider others more than we consider ourselves. That's right. That's right. It is in that selfless act. Where God can yeah. be glorified, where he can Amen. be honored, where he can be exalted. And we're talking about a matured people. Exactly. You have to be mature to do it. A lot of people think, you know, when you say mature, you know, that means i, I got to be perfect. No, mature means no. I'm growing mm-hmm. up in God. Amen. That's I'm right. I'm growing up in him. That's uh, right. When I, my niece started walking, you know, she just didn't start all night. She was crawling backwards. Mm. And it's each step that we take in the Lord every that takes step. us to new levels. And at every level, guess what? There's a new, another devil. That's right. That's right. That's right. Not another person, another devil. Exactly. Exactly. Not exactly. another disappointment, another hurt, another devil. That's right. And 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 what we need to do is look back on that. Uh-huh. See, we need to look uh-huh. at this is where I was last year. When this thing come up again, right. it shouldn't it should not affect me the same way as it did. That's when right. It first That's right. That's right. Because if That's I don't right. get anything else out of what happens to me, I gotta get the lesson. It, amen. 
And that's and that's the, the thing. The I've lesson. got a lesson in every. There's a purpose for your pain. Yes. You know, God just is not randomly doing this and just leaving you there to see what's going to happen. No, there's a purpose for your pain. And the purpose is to glorify him. And when you come out, you're going to be able to to bring your sister or your brother out. That's right. But what happens in the body of Christ is we go through the pain, we lock ourselves somewhere, we become isolated and go off to ourselves. Mm -hmm. What God wants us to do is to be be transparent with it. That's right. That's right. Because there's nothing right. new under the sun. The Bible says that about Jesus. Look, he's not such a high priest that he can't be touched with the feeling of our infirmity. That's Every right. Every pain we feel, he feels it too. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He knows how it made you feel. He knows how it hurt you. He knows how it disappointed you. He understands it. But his ultimate goal is to get you to understand. That's right. That Amen. this is part for your journey. Amen. Don't take it personal. Mm. I know what they, whatever happened to you, what they did to you, or what they said. To, I know it was wrong, but don't take it mm-hmm. personal. Right. And that's where we right. fail. We take it personal. We want to take right. it and take it not just inside of our head or our heart. We want to bring it into our soul, the very fiber of my, my mind mm-hmm. and my will and my intellect. Wow. Wow. He wants me to take it deeper than just my head. Right. He wants that thing to right. permeate my soul so that it affects the rest of my life. Amen. Amen. Because how can I have unhealthy look look, how can we walk together if we don't even agree? That's right. That's right. You know how we can do it? Because we can agree to disagree. Yes. Yes. We can agree as Christians to disagree. I like oranges, you like apples. What we can agree on is that we both like fruit. That's right. Amen. Amen. And so the process. But we have to be able to be transparent to each other. I have to be able to come to you and say, you know, when you did this, it made me feel like this. Right. And Mm. and most of the time if we confront the issue, we'll find out that it really wasn't an issue. Mm. Only the issue that we make it. Only the issue we make Sometimes we turn what my grandmother, what my mother or my grandmother call, you know, a molehill into a mountain. Right, right. It, and it, it doesn't comes, have it to be that way. It becomes as big as you mm-hmm. play into it. You know, but God came that, so that he can heal all of these hurts. You know, I said all that to say so, so that we can be whole, that we can function right. uh, as whole believers. You know, the body has to be fitly joined together. Amen, So Amen. we need every part. Yeah. We need the arm and the eye, the legs and the feet. We need every part fitly joined in its place, functioning as Christ designed it to function. Amen, amen, amen. You know, so I can shout, pray, and speak in tongues all I want, and when I come down, I can't speak to you because you hurt me? (laughs) Uh, That's not a functioning part. No, come on. That's not a functioning part. That's because I took it personal. Right, right. But if I relinquish Mm. that that hurt and lay it at the feet of the cross, give God my problem, I'll take care of the praise, and we can walk in agreement then. Amen. Mm, wow. Because I have a higher, I have a higher resource, <coughs> and that same source right. I have, I have to realize that that person has it too. It yeah. is not just, um, you know, pointed to the church. Amen. We would like to do that. I hear people say that all the worst hurt is church hurt. Right. Some people's right. worst hurt come out of the church. That's right. That's right. 
And, and again, it's, it's just because of our expectations that we consider exactly. it the worst hurt because your expectations are higher or mm-hmm. deeper or more than your expectations for those in the world. So, again, it goes back to our expectations. So I can open myself up to hurt, whether it's in the church or out of the church, if I have mm-hmm. such expectations from, again, from somebody who cannot even give me what only what I need and only what God can give me that I'm expecting to get that, just like a husband and a wife. And we know that there are certain expectations, and that's why, we, you know, when there's divorce and the relationship breaks up or whatever, that hurt goes so deep because of the expectations. But okay. if my expectations are um, healthy, then... Right. There may be some hurt, but it won't take me out. It won't want Absolutely. me to stop living. It won't want you know me to cause, like you said, to to shut off from the world, or or say I'm never going to get married again, or never get in another relationship, or never go to another church, or 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 never trust anybody ever again because mm-hmm. I've opened myself up to such a degree till I have nothing left. And I don't feel like right. there's any hope for me ever being restored or 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 um, filled up again. So I have I'm depleted. And so you right. know even even what we're talking about today for those that that are feeling like they're depleted, feeling like um, they have nothing else to give, feeling like uh, they don't even want to give anything else, feeling like you know I've just thrown in the towel, mm-hmm. just forget it. I've been you know, around too many people that have hurt me. I see so much mess going on. It's in the world. It's in the church. No matter where I go, so I'm just going to shut myself off from people. Period. Mm-hmm. And and and, mm-hmm. and we know that, that God wants to heal. All, only God. Absolutely. Only God. Absolutely. Heal. Only God. All of that. Only He can heal all of that. And I like what you said about the process and. And, and the, again, like you said, what is the lesson in all of this? What is God? God Absolutely. didn't cause it, but he's allowing it. And if he's allowing it, then there's a reason. Everything in my life that God allows, it is for a reason. And so I need Absolutely. to find out what it is. what is God speaking to me in this situation, mm-hmm. in this hurt, in this pain, or whatever it is. Um, on uh, last night, the, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the pastor pointed out another thing, and he was talking about his his focus was mainly to pastors. I mean, again, I was just so blessed by what he was saying. But he he said, you know, there's a there's a Jezebelic spirit that comes into the church, and that spirit is able to overtake the churches and ruin the churches um, and the pastors because the pastor is still walking in hurt. The pastor is right. not feeling appreciated or feel, you know, all beat up and whatever, and that Jezebel's spirit recognizes that and comes in as though to soothe that pastor and then, you know, wills his way in by that deception and then he's uh-huh. able to pull the pastor into his corner and then and the, on the backside of all of that, he's pulling away the people that God has placed in that particular ministry but if the pastor is, because of the hurt, because of the pain and whatever else, we're not able to see 
what we should be seeing. You know, my prayer is always, Lord, help me to know the person by their spirit, not by what I see in the natural, because we know our eyes will fool us. People have a a certain persona or a certain aura or attitude, and we may think they're one way, but behind all of that, we don't know what it is except God reveals it. So even in no, that, my, my, my. Yes, Lord. able for God to reveal what it is behind that person's actions, as you said, that mm-hmm. spirit, the enemy, whether or not the enemy is driving that person, even to do something that looks good, that looks right, that looks helpful. Mm-hmm. You know, people that right. come into the church under the under the guise the enemy sends them because. You know, he he recognizes you need something in that ministry. And so he sends people with that Jezebelic spirit to come in Mm -hmm. because he knows that you're going to succumb to it and you're going to allow that person to come in. But, again, if that hurt and pain is is blinding me, you know, and even in our everyday lives, it's the same Uh thingness. Same principle. If I'm hurting and everything, then I'm going to allow somebody in my life that's going to come in really sent by the enemy to continue to tear me down until he just takes me out. Like you said, to steal, kill, and destroy. Whatever my vision is, whatever my purpose is. And I could still be alive walking around as long as I'm not fulfilling that which God has purposed for me to fulfill. The enemy will use that person because I still got this hurt and this unforgiveness and all of this stuff mm-hmm. that's blinding me. So God can't mm-hmm. get anything into my heart because my heart is filled with all of this mess. Mm-hmm. And that's when we have to, once we recognize, you know, what is happening, what, what, what mode the enemy is offering, that's why the Bible tells us, look, watch as well as pray. You see, yeah. once we recognize, because yeah. one thing about wheat and tear, the Bible says is let them grow together. Mm-hmm. And you almost yeah. can't tell the difference between wheat and tear. You know, the only way you right. can tell the difference is when wheat is fully grown, it bends over. Mm. Why? It takes a posture of worship. See, the Bible declares that they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. That's why yeah. you can see a whole lot of people worship in church, and you can see a whole lot of other people sitting down. They can be in it, but they can't win it because they don't Mm. understand it. And he Mm. said, listen, let them grow together. I'm going to do the separating. But Mm. those who grow up in their week, they're going to bow down at some point. They're going to surrender and give up what what it is that God wants from them. They're going to release that unto him, which is our very lives. The very fiber of our beings. So we can't concentrate on, but listen, the enemy going to come in. He going to wedge his way in. He going to find a way in. He uh-huh. will, and he want to go where the space is most anointed and most appointed. Mm-hmm. Why? Because that's where he can cause the most damage. Most damage. That's right. That's right. But how that's do we prevent right. the damage? Through the power of prayer. And Amen. the church has to get on its face. We can jump. We can shout. But what we must do is repent. Amen. Amen. Mm. That's what wow. happens. We have to repent. And yeah. when we are a praying people, a praying congregant of people, see, Jezebel, mm-hmm. everybody thinks about her, and they think about her only in terms of her perverseness. Right. But they don't understand that this woman also had the power of persuasion. God help me, yeah. Jesus. She has the yeah. power of persuasion. 
Yes. She was a manipulator, a controller. You got to watch people who come into your midst and want to control everything. Got the answer for everything. Know it Mm. all, done it all, seen it all. (laughs) That's why God tells, listen, don't lay your hands on nobody too suddenly. That's right. You got to watch people. That's right. Just like people watching you, you have to watch. That's right. See, because it comes down to not just you being gifted, but the motive behind it. Right, right. You can do a good Amen. thing for the wrong reason. Amen. Amen. Mm. Wow. Because if your Amen. motive isn't correct, that's what's going to cause you to cause hurt. That's right. If you're doing that's it just right. to be seen, just to be heard. If you want to be seen and heard, just talk to yourself in prayer. God is listening 24 seconds. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He is listening 24 seconds. That's right. That's right. That's right. So we are. No, go ahead. And even in that, you know, we can't forget, like I said before, that our pain, it has purpose. That's right. And it has a promise behind it. Amen. 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 It has, I like it that. It comes with a like promise. That. Yes. Yeah. So God ain't just gonna hurt you or allow you to be hurt. Right. And not give you the promise that He says, "Listen, if you come out of everything you come in, I can bring you out of." That's right. If you he let me, you through. Sure. Right. Amen. Amen. If you let me. That's right. That's right. You're not even gonna hit your foot against a stone, and I'm not there. That's right. That's right. Amen. Amen. It doesn't matter where you are. I have the innate ability to bring you out. Right. Doesn't matter who hurt you. Doesn't matter what they said, how they tried to scandalize your name, devour you, how they tried to dismiss you, throw you away like you trash. God don't make no trash. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He turns trash, and the promise is that it's going to become a treasure. Amen. 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 So we just have a few minutes left here, and I want to... um, I see we have another caller, and um, uh, we want to bring them in and see if they have a question or a comment. And then I would um, like for you, uh, Elder Agnew, to close us uh, out in uh, in prayer. Um, and um, and then um, I want to, and so I'm going to go ahead and do my closing remarks right now, and then we'll have okay. to see if the listener Praise wants the to say anything, and, and then you close us out in prayer. So I want to thank everybody for for listening this morning and um, knowing that that any time the Lord has led you to listen to these broadcasts, that he is is saying something, he has something specific that he is saying to you, for you, and for those that come into your path. And we want you to please join us on next week. Uh, Next week um, we'll be doing our broadcast on Friday night. Um, if I have another commitment, and, you know, I want to be supportive of those that are supportive of this ministry. And we're going to be talking on uh, doing the teaching. Uh, So I won't have a guest on next Friday. It'll be Friday the 25th at 8 p.m., and I'll be teaching on walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. And we know that it's only the power and the authority of the Holy Spirit, that we are able to manifest the glory of God in our lives. And that's really what this is all about, manifesting Amen. His glory and so that we can save souls, so that we all are saved from a hell 
in Jesus' name. Amen. So Amen. I'm going to see if our listener has anything to say. And I want to say to you, uh, Elder, I thank you so much for, you know, the blessing and the gift that you are to the body of Christ. And thank you so much for being a part of our broadcast on today. And we know that God is going to do greater and mightier things through you and through the ministry he's called you to. And we'd like for you to come on again in the near future. Um, and we'll talk about it some more when you can come on again. And we can continue on this vein because we know that God is not finished with it. Um, uh, Amen. Because it's something that we need so that we, like you said before when we were talking about it being us being prepared for the harvest. So we've got to be whole. We've got to be yes. whole. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Well, thank you, Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank so um, I'll have a caller. Hello. I don't know if Hello. Would you like to have you have a question or a short comment, and then we'll have uh, Elder Agnew to close us out in prayer. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Oh, I just wanted to say that um, I know this is called a radio talk show, but my spirit was in service this morning. Okay, Amen. and I would Amen. like to I would like to say that I really really enjoy the service this morning. And I know Elder Doris personally, and she is a mighty woman of God, okay? Um, And she is full of the Word of God. Not only is she full of the Word of God, because you can be full of the Word of God but not be mature. And I know you all talked about maturity, what determines maturity. See, we can be full of the Word of God but not do as what the Word of God says. That's true. That's true. You know, true. and Elder Doris, she not only is full of the Word of God, it's not so much of what she say or what she preach, it's what she does. Amen. And that's what I admire about her. Um, I enjoyed your talk show this morning. It really blessed Amen. my soul. It really did. Praise God. Wonderful. Praise God. God. Be all the glory. Thank you. Thank you for listening in and, uh, we hopefully, hopefully you'll come back and join us again, and uh, we'll, you know, keep doing what the what thus saith the Lord. Amen. 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 So, uh, Elder uh, Agnew, if you go ahead and close us out in prayer, and uh, just look, let the Lord use you these last two couple of minutes. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you, Jesus. We bless your name, God. Father, we're here in the name of Christ Jesus. There is no other help that we know of, God. God, we ask that you don't withdraw yourself from us because we will be directionalists and instructionalists this morning. Father, we pray over those, God, who have experienced pain or hurt, God, whether it be inside the Mm. church or out tonight, God. We thank you, God, because your word declares and tells us, oh, God, that you have enough healing in the hem of your garment, God, that you have the ability to make all of us whole. We thank you, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, oh God, that you send your healing virtue throughout the land today, God. We thank you, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, oh God, for knowing that you are touched with the feeling of our infirmity, God, that there is no pain we can feel that you can't fix, God. We thank you right now in the name of Jesus, oh God, that you open up somebody's heart today, God. Allow them to feel again, to breathe again, God. Allow them to pick up their anointing again, God. Allow them, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, oh God, to trust you again, Lord. We trust you, Lord. With the very power of our being today, God. 
We trust you with our mind and our heart and our soul this morning, God. We give you glory for all you're doing. Continue to bless us the glory in the broadcast today, God. We thank you and we praise you and we honor you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So, we just thank, thank you, Lord. Jesus. Hallelujah. So, again, thank we just you, thank, you, Elder. Thank, thank you, Elder. Thank you for allowing you God so to much. give you this morning. Amen. 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 We serve God an awesome God. Amen. Yes, so, we, we know that his word yes. has gone forth and it will not return back to him void. We know that all that he has broadcast is. It's coming to pass, and people are being delivered and set free. Whenever they hear the voice, whenever they hear whatever God is saying, that God is able to move and touch in the name of Jesus. And and like you said earlier, it's through our faithfulness, our availability, that God is able to move throughout the earth and to do the work that he is doing uh, in us and through us. And knowing and being mindful, like you said, there's a purpose and a reason for all of it. And it's part of the process that we have to go through. And so we, again, we just thank the Lord in Jesus' name for all that he's doing. Amen. Amen. Thank you for the opportunity, amen, to share with the people of God. Amen. Amen. I thank you for the opportunity and just thank God for what you're doing, amen, in the kingdom of God, amen, because I'm certain somebody's spirit has been edified and revival has happened in your soul today, and we thank God, amen, for the venue that he has given you, amen, to express his love to his people, amen. Amen. He has not forgotten about you. Amen. No matter where you are in the process, you have not been forgotten. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. Excuse me. God bless you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye.